Evening, folks. This is Jay from JTalk. <laughs> Mr. 3% Man, Nick from the Nick Drop. <laughs> I am the 3% Man. I don't know why, but <laughs> take it. <laughs> well, hey, you're the one that wanted to do this review, so, you know, Mr. 3% Man. Well, you know, hopefully these people are going, what the hell does that mean? It doesn't mean my height, people. Yeah, I'm the th <laughs> yeah he's not 3% man and 3, you know, 97% the alien. Yeah, no, come on now. Yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, how you doing, man? Doing good. Doing real good. It's a good day. Beautiful out here in Texas. Oh, yeah. The weather is really nice, especially in the morning. It's just so yes. nice. So, yes, it is. yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. So, everything on my side of the world's uh, been interesting. I'm looking forward to uh, the next two months. So, it's going to be nice. It's my favorite yep. time of the year. Yeah. It's rent, it is. It's rent fest season. Oh, when does that start? This weekend. Oh. And you're going? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't go first weekend. I always go second weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a thousand and one trains, man. Ferry weekend. So, ferry weekend. Yeah, it's just a bunch of ferries oh. everywhere, you know. So, you know, I need to go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's it's kind of it's really cool. They really do it up really nice. That's so, true. but. Uh, other than that, okay, so let's talk about this. Nick wanted me to check out a book, and then we were going to talk about the book on the podcast. Yes. So the book is How to Be a 3% Man. I mean, literally, that's the book title. And it's yep. Learn to Pick Up Dating and Relationship Secrets that... Only 3% of the world's men know about being successful with women. Yes. Very interesting book, I, I got to tell you. It's written by Corey Wayne. Yep. So if you want to go look him up just to figure it out, go, go look him up, folks. Uh, you know. Yeah, this guy's got, I, I think, daily YouTube question and answer things. He's got lots of YouTube videos out there. So, yeah, check him out. Corey Wayne, C-O-R-E-Y. E-Y. Yeah, W-A-Y-N-E. Yep, Corey Wayne. Okay, so the very, I got to tell you, I, I, I haven't finished the book, but I'm, I'm pretty far into it. So, um, it's been very interesting. Right. It, it's a little different, so... Go ahead. One of the things that intrigued me about it right off the bat is I found out the guy's only five foot six. Oh, he's right up your alley. He is. And he's bald. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's probably in his early 40s, maybe mid 40s. Right, right. So, yeah. So he has some really interesting things to say, but we'll get into the discussion of that. But it, it's, I don't think it works for. I don't think it works for every woman. No, it's a fair he point. He seems to think that it does, but I've tried a couple of his 
tricks and and things like that, you know, and it didn't seem to work out. Okay. But then again, how many times do you fail before you succeed? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. So is it 10 to 1? Is it 100 to 1? Is it 1,000 to 1? Right. Well, and, and, you know, he talks about in the book reading the women and understanding which ones you should even try with. Right. And the challenge... Not, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say the challenge for me with this is the online dating piece. That's a little more difficult. I mean, once you get their number and you finally start talking with them or whatever, or once you match, you know, that's something, I guess. But it's really hard. If you're not introduced to someone, that's really, you know... This book would have worked well on the Bucky's girl. Yes. Okay. It's yes. in person, you know, but it that that's it, really hard. It's a kind of a challenging situation. Once you matched and you start talking, maybe you could use some of the things and they would be effective. But at the online dating scene, it's hard to make the initial kind of connection. Right. He seems to think that he's got ways of doing that. Now, there's a lot of TikTok videos out there that coincide with what his formula is. Right. That talk about how to text and this and that, you know. And and my struggle with that is how, you know, your your failures are abundant compared to your successes. Right. You know, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've been online and women will reach out to me, and I'll say, hey, how's, I'll read their profile, and I'll ask them a question about their profile or about where they live or how they're like, you know, some some kind of question. Right. Nothing. Ghost. Wait five or six days, maybe a week or two. Boom. I'll hit them up with another question. You know, like, whatever it is, even if it's something dull, like, man, the weather's beautiful outside. You know, we should be out running the streets or, you know, something. Yeah. How's your day been going? Maybe he, he hates that, right? I know. Maybe, maybe you should be responding and five days later, guess you weren't interested, you know, you know, next time don't waste my time. <laughs> well, that happened to me. I know. <laughs> Had a lady, we texted back and forth. We never talked and we set up a date. We went and had dinner and I made it an early thing. So I was like, meet, let's meet for dinner from Friday at five o'clock. So if it hits it off, we got the rest of the night to keep getting to know each other, right? Right. The second dinner was over, she was out. Friday night, I'm I'm at home at seven o'clock. Right. Friday night. I'm like, okay. So she texts me the next day. I text her back. That was about it. I wasn't going to respond to her anymore because I figured she wasn't interested. No big deal. It's another one on the bucket, right? Right. A week later, she says, hey, is this, is this, am I getting ghosted? Is this what ghosting feels like? And I just responded with, you cut the date off really short. I didn't think you were interested. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was interested. We need to go out on another date. Went out on another date. Same thing, Friday night, 5 o'clock. Soon as she ate her meal, 
she couldn't get out the door fast enough. Okay. I'm like, this woman was milking me for a couple of free meals. Right. Haven't heard from her since. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, how many of those have to happen? You know, a hundred? I don't know if I have enough energy to go that far. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? I know. I'm not going to make it that far. I'm like, <laughs> getting hit in the head with a bat once or twice, yeah, it's going to hurt, but you can heal from that. A hundred times? Yeah, you ain't like it. Yeah, well, what, what is it the the definition of insanity is do the same thing over and over again with the same results, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know, exactly. Ridiculous. So I, I, don't, know. I don't know what his, you know, what his thought process is. And he does say that. He goes, they respond to you, don't call. Don't, don't do nothing. And I'm like, but if you felt like there was some kind of connection... Wouldn't you want to at least try to pursue that? Yeah. And that I, I understand his logic. I still think it's playing the game a little bit, you know, but I understand what he's saying. So essentially what he's saying, folks, is, is in his book, he's telling you to, you know, short conversations at the beginning, you know, only talk to her once a week, you know, basically create a mystery around yourself. Don't let her right. know who you are. And in that way, you know, it's kind of all conversations should be like, okay, we're ready for a date, you know, ask a couple of questions, but it should be immediately within 30 minutes. You're going to want to get, okay, where are we going? And if the date is planned, then Okay, you hang up and that's it. And then you don't talk until the, the date. And then, but if there's no date in that conversation, then the, the conversation should be over with. Well, and then you wait another week and then, okay, so I'll, I'll knock it out really quick. <clears throat> I go out to the grocery store. I start talking lady. I get her phone number on a Thursday. Yeah. Okay, Thursday afternoon after work, whatever. I don't call, text, talk, or nothing till like the following Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't text her. I call her and I say, hey, this is Nick. I was wondering if you're, you know, hopefully you're interested in going out on a date. How about Friday night at five o'clock at, you know, wherever. Right. And then, oh, that sounds great. I'll see you there. That's it. Hang up the phone. Don't text her. Don't call her. Don't nothing show up at the restaurant at five o'clock don't text her and say hey i'm on my way or we still nothing just show up at the restaurant now if she calls you or texts you yes respond but don't respond immediately if they call say hey how's it going and go oh, i was just wondering if we were still on for friday night so, yeah i'm right in the middle of a meeting right now so let me get back you know i'll see you then right no, not i'm gonna call you back or i'll text you I'll see you at the restaurant. You right. know? If they start texting you that day, then respond, but don't do anything. If you show up and they don't show up, oh well, you know, that's, man, that's tough to do. I've done it. <laughs> and it it's not, it doesn't I, I come naturally for you. It's not something you are comfortable with. Absolutely not. Because Friday at five o'clock, had a date set, and at four o'clock, I couldn't stand it. A text that said, I'm on my way. I'll see you there. 
And she immediately responded with, can't wait to see you there. You know? Right. Ha- couldn't, I, I was just like, I don't want to go to this restaurant and stand there like a dork. Right. And I guess you got to get past that kind of stuff. But that, I, and then after that, this particular one, it went great. I mean, we literally left the restaurant, went to a place that was playing live music, closed the place down, you know, sat out in the parking lot, smooching a little bit. And then I didn't text her the next day. I waited a couple of days and I text her. I'm like, how's your day going? And oh, fine. And that was it. A couple of days later, she texts me. Let's go out on a date again. And it just, I, I wasn't, I think that particular one, I wasn't jumping in bed with her so fast enough for her. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I could, I don't know. It just got weird after the second date. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and he talked. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, you, in his book, he talks about a lot of his experiences and the way he carries himself and things like that. Um, you know, which I found really interesting because. The challenge for me, so, and this is, this is a hard thing for an introvert. His book is not necessarily a winner for an introvert because he's an, he's, he's a salesman. He's an extra, he's a project manager. He's an extrovert. He's about getting things done. When I go to public places, unless I'm with my close knit friends, I'm really quiet. I'm I'm not this loud, obnoxious person. Now, when I'm with Nick and Elise and some of them, yeah, I, I have a tendency to be a little more loud and obnoxious. But yeah, that that's the interesting thing about it. What were you going to say? And I, I interrupted. Sorry. Well, no, that's the, the, I'm just going to caveat what you were saying. I'm an extrovert. I will walk up to anybody, anywhere, at any time and strike up a conversation. Right. I don't have a problem talking to a stranger. I've never met a stranger. You know, I don't have a problem. Here's the deal. We talk about the Bucky's lady is I call, I get, I read the body language. I get it. Right. If if I immediately look and see, and I feel the attraction and she's giving me the correct body language, I'm all over it. I'll talk all day long. I won't ask to seal the deal. That's my I don't know how to do that. Right. Right. I, I just feel like I'm going to come off as some, you know, creepy old fart bald guy, you know, trying to push up on, you know, that's the way I feel. So I'm like, you know. Now, now I will tell you one of the things that he talks about in his book that I am a big, I've talked about this before, except for I don't wait. I'm I'm like first date, either, you know, if we don't kiss on the first date, chances are there's not going to be a second. I mean, let's just right. be honest. That's just, it. it's not going to happen. So for me, it's either, I either feel something, I want to kiss her, I'm getting a vibe from her, don't care what it is, but there's something that tells me. And, you know, so I'll, I'll kiss her. If we don't kiss, there's no second date. It's guaranteed. Right. It's, yeah. You know, so, but it's very interesting. Um, yeah. So it, it's, 
I understand the logic behind what he's talking about. Okay, so I, go ahead. Yes, I, no, no, no. I agree with that because it does make sense. But one of the things that I think is I don't know if his his process works with all women. Okay. Uh, I was I was telling you we we talked about that. I think he's he's more shooting for. I don't know, middle to upper class or upper class women. Right. You know, is that going to make a difference to for middle to lower class women? I mean, I don't really see how it works that way. And right. I've even asked women, does it bother you if I don't text you on a daily basis? And their response is, if I don't get a good morning, I have a problem with that. And in his mind, he wants them to have a problem with that. Yes, he does. But see, the problem that I'm feeling that the women are saying is, if you're not going to text me, up yours, honky, I ain't talking to you no more. Right. And he's like, oh, it just makes you more of a mystery. They anticipate talking to you. So I'm like, okay. So I wait and text him four or five days later. And none of it has ever worked. It's pissed him off. Right. They didn't come back at me because we didn't know each other well enough to come back and go, why haven't you texted me? Where have you been? You know, that kind of stuff. They they never did that. Right. They just one-word answers in their responses. Right. Well, you know, and it's funny because the first, uh, I don't know, two hours of the book, all his encounters, with the exception, I think, of the one lady at the bar, all his encounters were some girl of a friend or some sister of a friend or some ex-high school friend or you know what I mean? It's it, it it's there was a lot of, you know, let me introduce you kind of, you know, situation. Now, she did, he was at the one event where it was the one girl and that, you know, supposedly she was uh, her uncle was a friend of his. So that was, but still, okay, okay, you know, there's there's a comfort zone there. I mean, if I went out right. and talked to a friend of mine and there was a girl standing there, I wouldn't care. Why would it bother right. me, you know? And if they introduce you to him, yeah, you talk to her. I mean. Right, exactly. Just to be polite. Right. It's respectful. Here's the whole thing, because it's your friend, you you know. But I don't necessarily... You know, in the online dating world, I don't know that that really applies as much. And that that's yeah, the challenge. Not meeting a friend of a friend. Right, exactly. Now, I've been on the Facebook dating app, and somebody would come up on my feed, and it would say, you have so-and-so as a mutual friend, or two mutual friends, you know, something like that. Right. And on occasion, depending on who the friend was and her profile and, you know, all that stuff, I'd swipe right on her, expecting to get a phone call or at least an IM from my friend because she's reaching out to ask. Right. Never once. Nope. Never once. My aunt, this lady came across, and my aunt and her, who were all three Facebook friends. I wasn't Facebook friends with her. Let's just call her Kathy. Right. Okay? Kathy came across my feed. I saw that she was friends with my aunt on Facebook. She looked, she's attractive, real estate lady, whole bit. I swiped right. She responded. 
I said, do you know my aunt? Ghost. She actually texted me a couple days after that, and but it just one word answers when I ask her questions. So I called my aunt. My aunt's like, you don't need to be going out with her. She ain't nothing but crazy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, that's good. She goes, what I know of her. I don't know who she is. Right. Six months later, this lady reaches out to me and says, hey, I really like your profile. And I said, yeah, has, you know, I, I, I responded and she goes, haven't we talked before? And I was, I wanted just one word answer her and run. Because if you don't know what you've done, that means you've either done too much or you just don't care. Right, exactly. So I said, yes, we have. You used to work with my aunt in real estate, ghost. So I'm not going to bring up my aunt ever again. Yeah, no, right, <laughs> exactly. I don't think it's my aunt. I just think, you know, right. I don't know. You know, and that's that's the problem. I wanted to go back, talk about the online dating stuff or how he is. See, he's been doing it so long, and he's learned it better than I. So he has the witty comebacks, and he has, you know, he's got the snappy comebacks and the right things to say. I just end up fumbling over my mouth, and it never becomes of anything. And that's really sad. Being as geeky as I am about that stuff, if you have a chemistry with somebody, it's beyond words. Right. It's not just, damn, she's fine, I want to hit that. It's not like that. It's something else. Right. It's like, I want to get to know you, and then I want to hit it, you know? Right. And if you're feeling that, they're feeling that. Right. But if I have to say the exact right thing at the exact moment, at the exact proper time, and the exact, exact, exact... It's never going to happen. Not in this world. Right. Well, it, it's interesting. He talks about practicing. You know, it, it, you, you practice with people. When you talk to women, you just practice. You're always practicing. And it's See, like, and I do that all day, every day. Right. Talk to coworkers, read their body language, read how they're responding to me, what their tone of voice is. I go through all that. Then I'll go to the grocery store. And I will talk to anybody. Right. If they, if I go up to get a steak and they're doing the steaks, I'm like, man, I can't figure out which which one looks good. And if they respond and start talking, then you turn and face them. Open your body up to them. See if they respond. If they do, continue the conversation. Right. But asking them for their phone number after that is my hardest part. Well, yeah. See, so, and, and in this day and age, 20 years ago, wouldn't even thought twice about it. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. And half his stories are, some of his stories are from 2004 in his book. So, yeah, right. 2004, yeah, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. I mean, granted, I was married, so I wouldn't have done that. But the, you know what I mean. It's, oh. yeah. Well, that's one of the things that freaked me out because he was at this event and this girl started flirting with him who had a boyfriend and he flirted right back with her, he even smacked her on the ass and he, they got in the jacuzzi and all that. I don't know if you've gotten to that part yet. No, no, no. I may not have gotten to that yet. Okay. I will never. If I start flirting with a woman and she says I'm dating somebody, I'm done. Yeah. Let's I'm walk gone. away. Exactly. I'm not even going to say, Hey, if it ever doesn't work out, here's my phone number. No, I'm done. Right. Because here's the whole thing. Me. Yeah, well, do unto others. 
is how you yeah, look at it. Exactly. You don't. Nobody looks at it that way, but that's the way I look at it. Right. If she's willing to mess around with you and she's dating another guy, she's going to be willing to mess around with another guy when she's dating you. And see, he was okay with that because he wouldn't have a problem going out on a date with her, hooking up with her, doing all those things after she broke up with the man. But you know, you were, he was her supply because she was probably planning on dumping her boyfriend. Right. So she was solidifying a backup plan and that's what you are. Right. So he's like, Oh, it's okay to do that. I, I've been doing that. And it's, it's, it hasn't worked for me ever. Right. It always ends badly because when they get tired of me, they start digging into their phone for their supplies. They might even go back to an old hookup. Yep. And then they'll uh, gradually pick up another guy that talked to him at the grocery store. Right. You know? Right. Because most of the women that I've dated in the last 10 years, none of them are bar hoppers or club dancing. None of them. Right. Of them. Right. So, yeah, and see, that's the whole thing for me. This guy's meeting women at bars and at different, and I don't even drink. So I mean, hello. Well, these events that he was going to, I would love to go to them. I'm sure they're outrageously expensive. Right. Like twenty five hundred dollars for a five day seminar. Right. That's what he's going to, and they're all like success motivation or some kind of the Tony Robbins event. one. Yes. Robbins. Yeah. So if you're going to that. Yes, you're dealing with what I consider high-end women, not high-class, but high-end women, women that want more and more and more. They want to achieve goals way above what most people do. You know, right. They're the 3% women, if there's a book out. You yeah, know. exactly. That's funny. <laughs> but, I mean, these women that – these men and women that work out and exercise and study and got – Master's degrees and all, you know, and all that stuff, and they're extroverts. These people that want to make money, two, three, four hundred thousand millions of dollars a year, those people are the people that he's hanging around with. Yes. Different class of attitude. Yes. I so, will agree with you there. Yeah. I will agree with you there. So, but. There's some validity to some of the things he says. Don't don't I get me wrong, that. okay? Yeah, I agree that there's a lot of things that I learned. I listened to his book four times already. Nice. Okay. So and then, I, then I put it down, but basically the last time I did, I put it on because it was on Audible. I put it on my nightstand, plugged my iPad in, and started the book. It's seven and a half hours long. And while I was sleeping, I listened to it. Right. So... You still retain what's going on in, while you're sleeping. Right. Well, I've even studied for Microsoft tests like that and passed them. Right. Well, for so, me, I actually have it set to one and a half times speed. So, because I can listen to it at, at faster speeds and capture the content. So, so when you do that, is his voice high-pitched or do you have it where it's no, it's it, no, it's high. It's a little more high pitched, so it actually is less mundane, less, you know, it's a little easier to listen to. Sorry, really? no offense. <laughs> no, why is that? Why is that offensive? No, no, why, no, why it's not. That, no, it's, it's not offensive. Not. Yeah, I, I've never thought to do that. 
I would try. I, I need to try it. Yeah, because I mean, I, you take a seven and a half hour book, and then you just made it. You know, what is it? Four and a half hours long, five hours long, whatever the calculation is. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I was able two hours today, and I got through three hours of the content. You know, right. two hours on the road. So it's um, and I wanted to listen to it today because so it'd be fresh in my mind. You know, right. and so it's been. It's been very interesting. Um, I would definitely love to hear back some from from some of our followers and fans to see what they thought. I'm actually going to try a couple of the things that he's talking about. It goes against my grain a little bit. Yes, this book did that to me. Right. You so, know, and I, I tried it. Right. I didn't probably try it enough, but right. I just need to keep working at it, I guess. But, but the flip side is there are already things that I do that maybe I don't convey properly. Okay, so a good example. He talks about being, you know, not necessarily cocky, but confident in yourself. Right. You've got to, you know, present yourself as kind of this you know, guy who has no problems walking away if the girl doesn't treat him the way he deserves. Right. Okay. The funny thing is, is that's how I am. Ask any of my friends, they'll tell you, if you don't fit in my circle, I just, I have no room for you in my circle. That's just, right. that's just my attitude. But I don't always... I guess my personality doesn't always act that way when I'm with the women. But the funny thing is, is as soon as they like, you know, look, it ain't working out. I'm like, okay, see you later. And they're just like, what the? I've never had anybody tell me that. Really? Tell you what? I've never had anybody say this ain't working out. Or I'm not feeling it. Well, I've had some, I've had, I've had people tell me that. I've had a lady over the phone because when I called her and she texted me, she said, I'm on the phone. I'll call you right back. Our first phone conversation. Right. And when she called, the phone number came up with a name, not her name, but a name. Right. We talked on the phone for about 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Now, come to find out an old high school. She's not a girlfriend, old high school friend of mine that I took to senior prom. Uh, works with her, come to find out. So as we're talking, I said, so I have a question. Why did your, why did on my phone your name come up as so-and-so? And she said, what? I said, why did it come up like that? She said, that's my maiden name. You and I must have talked before. I, I'm done with this. No, no, you, no, there's something. You, you, we've talked before. And she hung up the phone, never spoke to her again. Then I saw my friend like, Three weeks later, and I told her the story, and she goes, Nick, stay away from her. She's crazy. <laughs> oh, well, you know, everything works out for a reason. <laughs> but, you know, there, there are times when you meet someone, and it's just like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. You've never had that happen. I, yes, but I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't just go, uh, you know, unless it was overbearing. Like, it would have to be, remember the one date that I had? 
where I met her out in front of the restaurant. As we're walking in, she was blazing a trail, and I was trying to keep up with oh, her. Oh, yeah, she let the door close on you. Door, barely squeezed her skinny butt in it and let the door close. I should have never walked in the restaurant. I should try and walked out. Because at that point, I was already on the defensive. Yep. Very uncomfortable. And I went out on a second date with her. Yeah, I know. That was kind of crazy. That's the one that told me that I'm not allowed to post things on Facebook. What? On my profile. Oh, Okay. Because she was a ninth grade teacher and she's friends with all of her kids and parents and they can't be seeing that kind of feed. Uh, I posted something about motorcycle riding. Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. Even okay. So, yeah. I was uh, like, anyway. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> but so, okay. So, so I, Corey Wayne, I wonder if Corey Wayne's ever had any situations like I've had. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> But no, see, for me, though, I will tell you, I've been on a couple of dates, and it was funny, because I, I would text the person, and I'll be like, you know, like mentally or intellectually, we connected, but physically and emotionally, we didn't. I, and, yes. Okay, now I've said that, and, and I've gotten the same response, and she's like, oh. Total relief. I was feeling the same thing, you know, and I've had women come to me and they're like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. You know, it's like, you know, you're a nice guy and all, but it's just not, you know, and I've actually called women and be like, you know, hey, I got to cancel our first date because after a couple of conversations, I'm just not, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the point was, it, it, here's the whole thing. I didn't ghost them. At least I was respectful. Okay, so yeah. that is, I would prefer the, look, it's just uh, something, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, you know, it's just not working out. I, I'm good with that. It's better than the no answer crap, ghosted crap. Oh, absolutely. You know, so... um. You know, and for me, I guess my hard part for this book, and I understand his concept, it was if there's a girl you want, there are ways to make her want you back. Right. Okay. If there's a girl I want, she should want me too. That, that's, that's my attitude. Okay. I agree. Now, to his point, though, to keep her interested, if there are things that you can do in a relationship that keeps things fun, fresh, and whatever, I, I'm good with that. The problem I have with this book, more than anything at all, okay, he's probably great at dating yes okay but he's After got that. he's got at least two ex-wives that i've heard of so far yes okay so that tells me he has a commitment issue yes i, I would agree with that okay and do i really want to take advice from someone who has commitment issues now i there are little things Okay, he's got a good point, and I agree with that, okay? 
But his overall 100% strategy, I, I don't. Is all about dating and hooking up. Yes. I mean, just make it simple. Dating and hooking, that's what it sounds like he's all about. And then if you keep dating and hooking up, eventually you're going to find that one. See? You know, is that what it's all about? Well, but here's the whole thing. Then why? She gets a free meal, you get a blowjob, and that's the end of it? That just does not work for me. Well, here's the whole thing. He hasn't found the one, and he's been doing it for years. So obviously something's not working. Right. Just That's just my personal opinion, you know? But reading this, I mean, this book is, yeah, if I was looking to just date, yeah, everything he says makes sense to me. But I'm not looking to just date. I'm looking for something real. And I guess that's my biggest problem with some, you know, yeah, biggest problem with some of his kind of the way he does things. And, and I'm not... Yeah. The funny thing is, I'm going to say I don't like to play games. I love to play board games. I love to play video games. I just don't yeah, like... Sure we're talking about relationship games. Emotional games. Because yes. let's be honest, it's emotional games. It's psych it's, it's psychology games. You know, psych... Oh, whatever. It, yeah. it's, it has nothing to do with, you know... And people get hurt that way. Yep. You know? So... I don't know. It's, 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 it, uh, go ahead. Um, you, you go an, ahead. An, ex an example of game playing. Give you a perfect example of game playing. Okay. I was dating this lady and wherever we went, whatever we did was her idea, what she wanted, you know, that kind of thing. Right. That was my fault for allowing that to happen. Right. So I would say, um, hungry for this. So I would like for us to go out tonight and go have dinner here, and then afterwards, whatever, whatever. Right. And she would go, oh, okay, kind of like that. Right. You know, like, uh, where are you all of a sudden coming out of the closet and saying where we're going to go and what we're going to eat? But here's the game plan. 30 minutes before we're leaving to go to dinner, she'll go, I'm not feeling it. We're going to go here. That's playing games. That is playing games because she yeah, wants to retain control. Yes. Yes. And it, it's, it's always been like that. So that's where I got to the point where I'm like, I don't care what I eat. I don't care where we go. Just, I just want to go. Right. But worst thing in the world to do because I relinquished all that. And then it was domination. Yes. So when I really wanted something, wasn't a concern anymore. Right. Because you don't, you don't care. You don't, you don't care what we do or where we go, so we're not going to do what you want to do. Right, right. Yeah, that turned out. Yeah. So those are that. That's just one idea of game plan, and it, it it there's thousands and thousands of them. I'm sure somebody else could come up with some great reasons for why people play games, or why they do it in the first place. Right. Now it's to handle control, to take control, you know, whatever. Right. But it's funny they he talks about that specifically in the book too. Is when yes. you start off with the relationship, start off with dating, you know, it needs to be, you control everything, you know, and essentially assert your masculinity. There it is. Masculinity. Is what he's looking for. Okay. 
And it's funny because we've talked about this, about, okay, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't care. What do you want to do? Yeah. You know, and, and I've never been, you know, it, there's generally, there's a couple of times whenever I flat out know what I want to eat and that's where we're going to go eat. And if you don't want to go there. Uh, but it's not every time. No. But see, that's, yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say, and then, you know, we've talked about my other routine is, is look, I'll give you three choices. You, you eliminate one and I'll pick from the other two. This allows her to say, okay, I'm really not in the mood for this. Um, and, you know, I would like one of the other two. So he's given me a little bit of a choice, but he's making the final determination. So he's still his, he's still asserting his masculinity because I'm determining the three and then I'm determining the last one. Right. But what you're doing is you're making her a part of the decision-making. Yes. Respect her opinion and her feelings. You want a steak tonight. She doesn't. Right. What he's saying is, tough shit, she's going to have a steak. He's not being rude like that. No. But basically, that's what he's saying. Right. We're going to have a steak dinner. And I'm sure her immediately thought process is, I hope they have some seafood there because I don't want a steak. I want seafood. Right. Or chicken or something like that. Yes. What he's saying is, women don't even want to have any of that decision. And I'm like, the last 10 years of being single, every woman wants that control and decision. Now, that being said, am I the one that's forcing that on them? Or if I give them that control, they figure they have to take it and run with it? Right. I'm doing that for them. Yes. Because the things that happen in my dates don't happen in yours or don't happen in other people. <laughs> I know. Not saying that they're good or bad or mine's better and yours is worse or mine's worse and yours better. It's the way things happen. Right. It's it's also based on the women we choose. We, yes. Yeah, we pick different women and different. You and I need to swap profiles is what we need to do. Yeah, We've right. Been saying that. <laughs> what Not our pictures, just our wording. Yes. And see. I know. I did. I put on my profile that I was six foot tall, and within 72 hours, I got 10, 12 hits. Seriously? Yep. Holy crap. 72 hours, I got 12 hits. The first one was less than five minutes after I changed it and saved the profile. She was six foot tall. Oh. And I get it. And I did. I said... It was really nice. I said, I, I have to explain something. I have to apologize. I do a podcast, and we do it on online dating, and I, I, it was a long paragraph. And I said, I do apologize, but I'm not six foot tall. I'm 5'5". Five five. And I thought, she's just going to ghost me. And she's like, well, really? I, I don't want to feel like an Amazon, but you, you're still cute, you know. So she responded, <laughs> and we talked a little bit, but we ne- you know, it never, it yeah. never went from that, but. The other ones, I just basically cut and pasted the, hey, I'm doing a podcast. I've been on online dating for I don't know how many years, and I failed miserably, and I changed my height just to do a podcast about it. I apologize, but thank you. And most of them just, piece of shit. You know, yeah. they didn't say <laughs> I know. I know. They probably are like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good looking guy. He's not six foot tall. Damn it. He's not tall enough. I know. <laughs> but it's funny that you actually changed that. And it's like, yeah. all and of it's a sudden, ridiculous. Yes. You know? It's sad. 
Yeah. I actually changed my profile that flat out says, if you swipe right on me and I send you a message, there will be a question in it. If I get a one-word answer, we're done. Right. Don't bother. If you're going to reach out to me, engage. And I put it in quotes. Engage. Exactly. I, I actually had a couple responses after I did that. Oh, really? Actually, the quality of women that have responded have changed. Oh. That's the interesting thing. Okay. So, you know, usually I'm getting these women that don't have a job and they're, you know, heavy set. Like heavy, heavy set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Very big women. Right. And and women that probably couldn't get on the back of a motorcycle big. Right. And it's sad to say, but, you know, I ride a motorcycle. Right. I want you to be able to get on and off it without, you know. Right. Exactly. And that changed when I started saying, "Uh uh-uh, if you're going to reach out to me, if you're going to start this, follow through with a conversation until you get to know who I am. And then determine whether you like me or not. Right. One text message, two text message, and you're done with me? Right. But see, you know what's the difference with that? Is you're asserting your masculinity in that in that profile. Yep. Absolutely. I just need to learn how to do more of it. Right. Right. But see, that that's the beauty of that profile, is you're asserting, look, I ain't got time for bullshit. Excuse my language, folks. Oh, hush with the... I know. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. now that wasn't a problem either. Yeah, no, but it, the point is, is it's, yeah. I am, that, that is one thing I will, ha- I will agree with, is the uh, asserting your masculinity. Okay, that, that's a fair point. You've, you've, you know, asserting your masculinity, even after you've been married for years, you know, there's a time and place, though, right? You know, and so that goes back to um, our previous. And so this was really interesting. I just remembered this. He actually made a really great comment that we have said numerous times on our podcast. It's funny that it was in his book, but he made a comment about some friends of his who had a great relationship, who had been married for years because they met each other's needs. Yes. It, that is a huge deal. Asserting your masculinity is, is great and all, but there's a time and a place, and you don't want to go overboard. You also need to happy spouse, happy house, Right. So, you know, it's not just about what you want all the time. It should be what you as a couple want. And so that that's a key point. But uh yeah, the meet your needs is is something I still firmly believe in. You know, finding someone that meets your needs. And so it's that's the challenge in the current dating world is asserting your masculinity while trying to find somebody that kind of meets the needs of you and the way you are. You know, I have a tendency to move a little too fast. I will tell you some of his advice, and maybe I, I could take this to kind of 
it's it's not something I'm comfortable with, but it may work better for me. Maybe dating or talking to two women instead of just one, because that allows me to move at a slower pace because I'm still trying to get to know both of them. Both of them, yes. Okay. And so that for someone like me, probably a good a good thing, you know. But you you know women are talking to mul- multiple guys. I mean, they tell you all the time they're talking to multiple guys. So you know, shouldn't I also be, you know, why should I you know, I, well, my only one at a time you limit options. I do. You know, and I'm the same way. I can probably talk to two at a time, but even both of them, the both the conversations are so short-lived anyway. Yeah, what does it matter? I yeah, I yeah. don't know what's going on with the texting. I'll ask them a question. We'll back and forth. Right. They'll send me something. I'll wait 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, four hours, a day or two before I respond. I respond. They immediately kick back. I wait a couple hours. I respond. Nothing. Right. And that's the way the last four or five connections that I've made were, that's the way they were. Right. See, and that's, yeah, that's the, that's the hard part because this book, it it doesn't really, on the online dating scene, that's, that's still, I'm going to go back to, that's the challenge. You know, some of it, you can asserting your masculinity with the profile, change the quality of, of the type of women you got. So there are little things that you can change that will help. And, you know, I think by his point is is you just need to continually to talk to women on the online dating scene to get better at texting. And I'm like, that's tiring. That's exhausting to me. I don't know why, but that's that's exhausting to me. But I'm not as young as he is either. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. But the one thing he does talk about women's femininity and men's masculine he does have some really good points closer to the end when you're married and how to still insert that to keep her wanting you and to keep you wanting her you know that kind of thing right and all of this conversation once you get into a relationship it can't just be one person working on themselves on a daily basis no I dated a woman. I'm like, look, this this relationship's got to end. I'm sorry, it's got to end. Well, why? I'm like, because I want to be in a relationship where we discuss we discuss our love languages, we discuss boundaries, and we have communication. And the minute I said the word boundaries, never heard a word from her. Right. Because a narcissist's biggest fear is boundaries. Our, yes. So, yeah, that was the way it is. If you're not going to sit down and go, look, I don't really like this, but I like that, and I don't like, you know, and talk about it. doesn't mean if if I don't like something about you, that doesn't mean that that's the end of our relationship. That means that you need to be a little bit more cognizant of doing or saying that. Right. You know, so if you come back with everything negative or you're constantly saying, you're so stupid, Things like that. I mean, not just that, but right. things like that. I'd be like, you know what? I'm really not comfortable with you calling me that. If you think I'm being stupid, 
wouldn't it be smarter to come back and say, you should be more positive about that? Yeah. You know? Right. Things like that. Just those things. That's where the need comes in. And I've heard people talk about don't discuss love languages. Well, why? Because if her love languages and my love language is the same. Right. That's the very beginning of meeting each other's needs. Yes. I have yet to date a woman in the last four or five years that knows how to compliment or say nice things. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's me coming off negative. No. Because you control your environment. Yes. The way he said it is you can control how they respond, how they react, what they say, what they do. Right. And maybe the 3% of the men in the world can do that. Right. But, oh, my God, how? I don't want to control somebody to the point of being shut up and fix me dinner and go get my me another beer. You know, that's not what I mean by control. Right. My thought process of the meaning of control is getting them con- – getting them to love me. What do I need to do to do that? Right. It is a control thing, but it's not. I'm not trying to find me a slave, trying to find me somebody that meets our needs. How do we do that? Right. Because you can change the dynamic of a relationship in a split second. I have changed my masculine in a split second in the whole relationship did a complete reversal. Didn't break up, didn't, but all of a sudden she had never been submissive. Yes. And once I changed my tone, she was submissive. Not in a dominating way. No, you know, no, just, no. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. I understood what you meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like if I all of a sudden say, you know what? I'm really in the mood for steak. Excellent. Let's go. Right. You know, because she's been wanting me to do that the whole time. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I've had them flip like that. I've seen that and I've seen their body language. And I did that watching them very closely to see how they were going to respond. And when they respond positively by opening up and the look on their face, I'm like, hey, working. Right. Don't overdo it. Don't under. And then I start analyzing everything and I fuck it all up. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, and let's just be honest with people. I mean, we have a tendency to, I mean, I have an overactive brain, so my brain is constantly analyzing every single moment of every single whatever. I don't, I can't tell you how many times I relive moments in my life just because you're always overanalyzing every situation, you know. Right. Um, But yeah, it's, 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 that's a, that's a crazy one. I, I. I get the masculine, the masculinity thing. Yes. I really do. I need to search because I'm more of a laid back, whatever kind yeah. of guy. Okay. And that's, women don't want that. Right. Well, okay. It just reminded me of what my thought process. I lost it for a half a second. I gave you room. I know. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, the other problem I have with this book is the... 
you know, and maybe if I went and read some of his updated posts and stuff like that, but in our current culture, think about that. In our current culture and the way women act towards men, and it, you see it on TikTok and Facebook and things like that, you know, you've got these women who stand up for men who are getting banned and who are getting, you know, because nobody, it's all about misandry. It has nothing to do about misogyny or anything like that. It's all about misandry. Men need to die or, you know, whatever. That's my other problem with this book is, is it's, I don't know that it applies 100% to our current culture. And maybe, maybe it's just the circle he runs in, and that's but the feminist circle and the way you know the, the way things are kind of going, you know it, I think we've talked about this before. Women, it doesn't matter if you try to be the three percent man, okay? Honestly, women don't want anything to do with anything that's not you know what is it the six six six. Right. You know, they, I mean, you just proved that on your profile. Proved it. Yes. I just proved it. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of standards that have been set really high, in my opinion, that are uh, ridiculous, to be honest with you. Yeah. And the ones that actually reach out to us, in the back of their minds, they're settling. Yes. That's their attitude. Yep. You know? And so, which is really interesting because the girls I usually reach out to are ones that I find attractive um, in a way that is attractive for me. And, right. And it's, they don't, they're not necessarily what I would consider the most beautiful girl in the world. They're not playboy. Well, no, but okay, let, let's let's clarify, okay? Yeah. They're not the most beautiful girl in the world by society's standards. But it doesn't mean that I don't consider them one of the more beautiful or the most beautiful girl in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I yes. think that's the hard thing for people to understand because I could meet a girl and she could be a six by society standards, but she may be a 10 to me. Right. There's something that's just going to do it for me. And, and that's a key point is we have to look at things. And you know what? If she looks at me and she's like, I'm just settling. Okay. You know what? I don't need you. You'll feel it. Yeah. I, I will. Right. I'll know she's settling. But what the hell's up with this feminist movement? Women want to take control of the world. Step up to the freaking plate, my God. <laughs> Seriously. I know. Reach out. That's what I liked about Bumble is they do all the, the reaching out. All, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you know, my height killed Bumble, so I didn't stand it for very long. But, but, you know, but you made a good point there is they want to do everything, but yet they still want a guy to reach out to them. They still want a, a guy who opens the doors for them who still, yeah. they still want chivalry, but they want their own independence. Right. They still want chivalry, but they want the control. Yeah. So go, go look That's up. Fine. Go Let look. me open the door and you pay the meal. I know, right? There you go. Good idea. 
I mean, what the shit? You know how many meals I've gone on? I don't know, even know how many. And it was like a one or two dates, and that's all they were there for was a free meal. You know what you got to do? From now on, just tell them you got to pay for your own meal until you, we, until you, you, you've, I like you. Jay, we're going to be single for the rest of our lives. We're going with that attitude. Okay. <laughs> okay. I did. I met this lady. We went out on a, on a we met after work because she worked late. Right. The week. And we visited. We had a little chemistry going on. It was nice. Right. And we talked about it. Right. So we talked about if she ever invited me on a date, she was paying. And if I invited her on a date, we would pay. Or do we want to split each deal? Right. And she says, well, I like the idea of if you ask me out on a date and I ask you out on the date, that's who pays. Right. That's okay. Well, we, we, we went out on one or two dates. And then on the third date, she says, hey, I've got such and such time off. It's during the middle of the week, but let's go out. And I said, is this a date? She said, yeah. I said, okay, where are we going? And she says, well, we're probably going to go somewhere about such and such. She, you know, she made up whatever. And I said, sounds great to me. And then the day of the date, she called and she's like, look, I, I, I can't afford it. <laughs> okay. And then I'm like, all right. Was it an expensive so then, place? No. Oh, okay. Like Buffalo Wild Wings or... Yeah, cheap. Okay, okay. Not right. expensive, but not, right. you know. Right, We could have gone to McDonald's for all I cared. Right, you know? right. Well, let's go somewhere where they serve beer. You know, that's, right. I'd like to have a beer or a glass of wine with dinner. Right. So what did, so, you, what did you say? I, I, I went, oh, okay. And she never asked me out again after that. Okay. So we went out another date a week later. I asked her. We went out, had dinner. Right. You know, and at this, we're, there's no going back to, there was no sexual tension there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still going, it was still going out on the dates. Right. There was no physical. Right. We kissed on the second date. Right. But it wasn't like a makeout session or anything like that. Right. Right. Third date, kind of same thing, and then I, I don't think we made it to the fourth date because after she did that, I was just like, you're just here for a free meal. See, and I would have said, I would have asked her out, and then the day of the date, it would have been like, oh, by the way, since you canceled on me last time, it's your turn to pay. So, Oh, there you go. See, now that's game playing. But see, that's... That, that, to me, it's game playing. No, that, that's, I don't know if that's right. That's, that's just, yeah, I know. That's just me being an ass. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> See, that, I probably need to be that, you know? Right. I need to be. I lo- and even still, if she would have just laughed it off and been silly, you would have still gone out on the date and paid for it and that kind of thing. Or would you have? I don't know. If she had laughed it off and be like, um, you know, it was like, like, yeah, you're funny. Yeah, no, I, I can't afford it. I'd be like, well, okay, then. I can't either. You know, it's just like, wait, honey, you know, I mean, no offense, but it's like, if you ask me out on a third date and you cancel because you can't afford a $20 meal or a $25 meal, I'm sorry, but women spend how much money on freaking pedicures and makeup and. uh, Oh my God. I bet you women spend more money on makeup. They do on food. Right. Exactly. But right. But I mean, to me, that was a play. 
That was her saying, oh, you know, I'm going to ask him out. That way I can pretend like I'm wanting to pay, but then I'll cancel, let him ask me out, and he'll pay the next time. Oh, it's okay. I'll pay. Just yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if she would have said, look. okay, it's a game for her. Right, yeah. yeah. So now if she came back and I said, hey, look, you know, it's your turn. You asked me out. You know, it's your turn to pay. And she's like, well, you asked me out on this date. And I'm like, yeah, but you canceled our last one. I said, I'm not playing this game, you know. And I, I would be flat out. Look, you know, are you paying or not? And if she says, I know, I'm sorry, I should have. I should have paid last time. She said, I'll pay this time. If she, if she does that, okay, I'm good, you know? But if she comes back like, well, you know, you asked this time. It's your turn to pay. And I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, honey. No. <laughs> I, I honestly, at that point, I could walk away. See, and you know what's really funny is I, 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 I'm the old school man. You pay for the meal. Right. It's just what you do. And I think... If I ever get out on a date again, and when the guy brings a check, I'm going to go, can you split it? And see how they respond. Right. If it pisses them off, and they pay it, and they dump you, you don't want them anyway, right? Right. So, I don't know. No, on my ass, I probably won't ever go out on a date another day again. Whatever. <laughs> I'll be, no, I'm saying I'll meet somebody in a grocery store or something like that, and we'll end up talking, and that, that'll be the end of it. There she is. Uh, I I think you you definitely are more active than I am. You have better. I don't know. You, get, you, yeah. you have better luck. It, it's I'll interesting. Get frustrated, and I'll start swiping on like two or three once a week or something. Right. I swipe right on two or three once a week. Right. And I'll get some responses, and then I'll get some that swipe right on me. And then I'll wait the appropriate time, whatever the hell that is, because if you immediately respond, oh, my God, you come off as desperate. What the f Who gives a shit? That drives me insane. Why are you so particular on that? Yeah. How are you going to know if they're desperate? How do you know they're not just happen to be looking at their phone when you send them a message. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could be texting their mom or their kids. They could be doing anything, and it's like, oh, I can go ahead and respond real quick. Yeah, what knock this out. do 24-7 even in their damn sleep? They're on their phone. I know. So what's so bad about immediately responding to something that came across your feed when you're looking at it? And and here's the whole Nobody thing. Nobody thinks that. No. And, oh, he's dead. Yeah, so I will tell you, this is the other thing that really, uh, this that's a game playing. It's not desperate because here's the whole thing. For me, I like to address things as they hit. I don't let the let them linger or whatever. Because I'll honestly, if I don't answer the girl, I probably will forget about it for four days. You know? Right. So if I don't address that's it when I see it, that's it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like that too. I want to immediately respond. You know, I had this lady, we started texting each other, and then one word answers. So I'm like, all right, she must have found another dude. Then I hear from her for three or four months, and all of a sudden she sends out, she's like, well, hey, stranger, how's it going? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I said, what? Where have you been? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and I said, she's like, well, I haven't been on this site in two. Oh, no, it was a year and a half. Later. Oh, wow. 
That's what it was, because she said, I hadn't been on this site in over two years. And I'm like, has it been a rough two years? And she goes, why would you ask me that? And I'm like, well, you ain't been on here in two years. So yeah, exactly. it was either a rough one or phenomenal. I'm hoping for phenomenal. How was it? Yeah, she probably met a guy, was with him for two yep. years, had a bad breakup, and that's why she was sore when you asked the question. Yeah, right. <laughs> so she did respond, and she said, it's been okay. You know, and she said a couple other things, and but she didn't right. respond with a question. So now in the Facebook app, you can send them your profile. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. I just sent her my profile. That was a while ago. Yeah. By the way, stop doing that. What? Stop sending Send them the your profile? profile. Yeah. How are they going to get to know you? That's a quick way to get to. That's like. But if you're trying your to generate phone. a man of mystery, then how in the world? Sending him a profile. Well, I don't do nothing on Facebook anyway. I know, but All you know what I mean. It, according according to the, you know, Corey Wayne. Yeah, Jack yeah. wagon up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No. He says you got to do. Yes, I, don't, I, I get that to a certain degree. Yeah. But where is the mystery? He tells you that a, at your date, the lady should talk 80%. You should talk 20. If she asks you a question about your life, you generalize it in one sentence and then respond with a question. I thought you were there to get to know one another. I know. That is bullshit. And that's the sad part about me because if they get to asking me questions, there's one thing that I am an expert about. Talking. Talking about me. Yeah. Because I know who I am. Yep. Know what I've done. And yeah, I want to do a little bit of bragging because I, I've had a wonderful life water skiing around the world and being an IT guy and I've got four wonderful boys. You know, I could sit there and talk about myself all day long with Expert opinions. Right. And I start getting on a rant doing that, you know, and it's then real. they never talk. Then I look at their bylegs. When I can see that they're starting to back away, then I'll ask them a question. Right. You know, but I have to catch myself. Right. Well, that some people don't know how to listen. Right. But sometimes. You can right off the bat if they are a good listener or not. Right. Some... They have patience to listen. Right. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to comment is, is sometimes, though, they lean in because they're intrigued, they're, they're engaged, they enjoy what you're talking about. And I think that's the key point. That's the body language side of it. You know, if right. they sit back and cross their arms, yeah, they're really not interested. They're closed off right. to you. Change the subject. Yes, change the subject. Move on. Ask them a question. But if they lean forward and they put both of their arms on each side of their plate or the table or whatever, generally, you at that point, they're open, they're engaging. You know, sometimes you can lean forward and kind of just barely bump their hand. And if you do, and they immediately put their hand on top of yours, I mean, that's it. You're, you're moving forward, you know. Or back away, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they back away, you know immediately... Those are the signs, okay, she's really not interested. She was just, she's just engaging to the conversation, but not necessarily, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things he says in his book, too. When you're on a first date, sit back, open your legs, and just take it all in. Kick back, open your legs, don't cross your arms, hands open, you know, and take it all in. And when she asks you a question, you give her 
a generic answer and then ask her another question so that she continues talking. I I struggle with that. No, I I, I understand that, and I I would agree with you. I. I have a tendency, if somebody's going to ask me a question, either one, they're being polite, or they truly want to know. Right. And so, if you're being polite, then what's the harm of me telling you what I want to tell you? Because you're just being polite anyway. You're not really interested in that point. So, you know what? I don't care. I'll just tell you. At that point, who cares? And if you're engaged... You truly want to learn about me. And so that's where I, I agree with you. It maybe not, I would say 60 40. I get it. You know, you know, but here's the thing you know, if I go on a date with somebody, they're going to see my Facebook profile. Yes. And what's the first thing they're going to want to talk about? Because it's interesting, number one. And it's a good conversation piece. What's that? Water skiing career. Yes. Every one of them will bring that up. <laughs> and then that'll be the topic of conversation for the entire meal. You know? Right. It, it, it's a struggle for me to get away from that. Oh, I was never been able to ski. I'm like, you know, it's, it, it was just one of those things. That's what I did. You know, oh, I've never, I could never, you know, and we talk about skiing for an hour. Right. You know, and I, I try to move away from the conversation, but if these people didn't do anything, do you ever ride horses? No. Do you ever ride a skateboard? What did you do? Nothing. You know, and they're like that. And you're like, okay, I know. <laughs> I give actually, me something. I, I, yeah, I know. You it's funny. Perfect, quiet family, and you never did anything. You never went to the movies. What's your favorite movie? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't really I have one. Yeah, I know. My God, check please. Yeah, I know, no. exactly. <laughs> I communication. Know. That's the they talk about communication on every freaking podcast, on every success motivator, on everything. Communication is a key to life. Yes, one hundred percent. A freaking soul in this world that's willing to make the effort to communicate. To maintain a relationship. You know, and the funny thing is, is I am very much introverted, except for when it comes to communication. I am, I find that I am a very effective communicator. I mean, there are sometimes in meetings that I have a tendency to over communicate or maybe I'll explain something and it makes sense to me in my head and somebody else will be like, Okay, what do you mean? And somebody else will come by and they'll be like, well, let me explain it this way. But I've been in meetings where somebody explains something and it's just like, dude, you just went way over the person's head and, and, and I have to come through and explain it, you know? Right. And so I think... Well, you are the brutal honesty guy. Well, yeah, I know. But so that's but, part of it too. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think part of that is, is sometimes when we talk and the way we explain things... It's not necessarily the way we say it, but it's sometimes the way they hear it, and they don't always hear it the way we're explaining it. So that's right. why having a second person tell it a different way is effective. You know, sometimes, you know, it, and I've done this before, when you explain things, you have to, honestly, you have to explain it three different ways. Right. Because 
The first one, they may not understand. The second one, they may not. But by the third one, they should be fine. But I've actually explained things to my kids three different ways. This is how you do this. Okay, they look confused. Right. This is how you do this. And you explain it in a completely different way, you know, and it, it's so that that's the key point. But every kid is different. Every person is different. They hear things. And so your communication skill is, you know, sometimes no matter how good it is, it's still dependent on how well they receive. Yes. People with extreme ADHD, I work with some. Yes. And they literally, you know, they're diagnosed ADHD. Right. And they'll come up, they'll say something. And I know now I've learned because I understand the disease. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I need you to try to figure out how to say that in a different way. Right. Sorry, I'm yawned, folks, what, but, you know. So what, she, what, what they were saying was a certain way, but they were so blunt, and their mind process was booming out. Yeah. And then the, after their mind was already on 15 other different things, then they said it. So nobody in the room got it. Right. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Take a second to think about what you're saying and reverbalize that in the manner of what you thought. And then they'll be able to take a second to sit back and go, what I meant to say and what I meant was, right. and then go through it. So a lot of people do that. And I'm not ADHD, but I've said things and went, in my head, that's not what I was saying. Or I've had people come back to me and go, well, you said this and you were really shitty about it. I'm like, it was not my intent. No. Yeah. My thought process was, and then when I explain it, they're like, oh, well, it didn't sound like that. You know, that kind of deal. Yes. And then you get past it because hopefully they're like, you make sense. You're not just BSing me to shut me up. You're honestly thinking that way, you know. Right. So, okay. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to wrap this one up. But, okay. Uh, yeah, because we, we probably could go on for a lot longer, but we need to wrap this one up. Um, final review and thoughts. Would you recommend this book to other people? See, now, I have to say, I would not say no, don't go get the book. What I would say is if you're a single guy out in the world, it's another tool in your belt. Okay. I wouldn't make it gospel, yeah. in my opinion. Right. I definitely think listen to his book made me realize a couple different things that I didn't realize. Right. Now, with that being said, that's the whole purpose of the book is for me to find my chakra or my, what's the word? My masculinity. Masculinity. My my masculinity. Find my masculine. Right. It's the way he says it. Find your masculine. Maybe I need to find out what mine is. It might not be his or yours or any other guy on the planet. Exactly. That book will help you find your masculine. Right. And your masculinity is is very key because, I mean, that is one thing that does draw women, period. You know, that, that's a given. Okay, that's not playing games. That's just a fact that, you know, women are drawn to masculinity. So um, I, will, I will agree. For me... 
I can't wait to finish the book to kind of get a little deeper. For the first half, though, maybe not quite half, but for the first half of the book, it's it's an interesting one, and the reason the reason I say that is I agree with you in the aspect there are little things that I do that when he talked about them, I'm like, yeah, I know I do this. And it's not yep. something, and the funny thing is, is some of the things he said, it's like, yeah, I know this, I do this, and yeah, I would know it's a problem, but I don't know how to fix it. Right. And that's where I think hearing somebody else talk about it may help you with your own struggles. So if you can identify your own struggles, great. Sometimes you don't always know how to fix them. And I think that's, that's where this book may help kind of lead you in a better direction. But I don't, I, I'm with you. This is not gospel. This is not Bible. This is not, you know, I, I still look at this a little bit as just a lot of playing games, and I'm just not into the game world. You right. know, you know, I just don't want to play with people's emotions. That's just not my thing. Well, one of the cool things that you're saying about that is, you know, back in the day, all we have were psychologists and psychiatrists to go to therapy. Right. You know, or just counselors that have that don't have psychology or psychiatry degrees. They're just counselors. Now this world is so diverse. They have dating counseling. They have texting counseling they um, they have anything you could possibly imagine right they can they can counsel you on how to text somebody right they can counsel you on how to get a first date they can counsel you on what happens after the first date and there's thousands of them out there yeah see i don't i understand why it's there okay because the problem with the generation my son's generation, I'll pick on him. <laughs> you're a millennial. You better be quiet. I'm not a millennial. I'm a Gen yes, Xer. I'm a Gen Xer. Oh, you're a Gen Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's millennial. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's, he's a 97 millennial. I think, yeah, that's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you're a Gen That's right. Yeah, but the, the point is, is his generation, they are very much social media, you know, Snapchat, um, all of that kind of driven. So it's, it's, I don't know that it's getting better. My son's different, and some of his friends, they're all a little different than the current environment. Um, but, yeah, the current environment, it's very hard for him to find, you know, normal girls. There's no such thing as a normal girl. Even the girls now aren't. No. The definition of the word normal is completely different than it was 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. The, the word normal has changed. Right. Exactly. And, you know, women these days, it's like, um, you just got to accept me for who I am and what I am and my bad habits and all. And it's... Well, who the hell are you? Yeah. And what are your bad habits? Let's start there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, I know. I, I can put up with a lot. Right. Uh, in a relationship. I honestly can put up with a lot. Cheating, number one, no, no for me. Right. I know. Even in the definition of cheating would be 
flirting with another man. That's a done deal for me. Right. If you're if he's getting the attention that I deserve, kiss my ass. I'm done. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna play those games anymore because I've been cheated on so many times in my life. It's ridiculous. Well, and, yeah. So and it's funny. We were trying to wrap up, but he talked about that how the one girl kept disappearing on him on the and the one date, and so he just left the the restaurant. He just left yeah. her, and she's like, "Where the hell'd you go?" And it's like, "Look, you don't have time for me. I'm moving on. I'm leaving. I don't. I don't have time for this drama." See, doesn't that sound like needy? What? You know what I mean? That's exactly what he did. He's like, you don't have time for me. That, to me, sounds needy. No, I, I know what you mean. No? Yeah. But the way he did it and said it didn't sound needy. I don't right. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, because... yeah. But no, I think the book is an interesting book. Would I recommend it for people to read? Yeah, to get an interesting perspective on things. I think it's an interesting book to read. It's not um, expensive. No, it's not. Exactly. So I, I'm going to finish reading it. I may actually listen to it a second time. But it's definitely one of those ones, yeah, not a Bible, not a gospel, but doesn't mean you can't necessarily learn something about yourself as you're listening to it. That's right. That's what I say. And, and I think that's the most effective thing is, is, can you learn something about yourself and maybe improve on, we all have a bad habit, and maybe find, identifying by bad habits and moving forward is, is key. Yep. And that's the important part. So, well, dude, I don't have anything else on the book. Um, you've given your last thoughts and, uh, you know, uh-huh. we look forward to some feedback from the folks. Yes, we do. Yeah. So do you find that it's playing games? Do you, what do you think of this guy's kind of mentality? The 3% man. Women, how do you feel about it? When you start meeting somebody, how often should you text? Should good morning text be good? I mean, should they not? You know, what? give us your feedback. Exactly, exactly. Teach us. Yep. So, um, and of course, um, you know, keep following and keep listening.